Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hello, Leanne. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. We're so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh, you betcha. Uh, everyone, we have uh, Leanne de Bellevue here going to talk about how for any of you out there who has, hasn't started business yet, what you need to know to get started. What are some of the key points, what she's learned in growing her marketing business and what you can do not to make the same mistakes because I know I made a slew of them when I first got started. So you're going to help people with that. Um, before we get started, just share with our audience a little bit about your background, what brought you into the world of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. So um, we started our business in 2011. It was originally known as Out of the Box Marketing. We've rebranded twice since then. So um, as we've evolved and grown, our company has also evolved and grown. Uh, started as my cash on the side, just something I did for friends and family who were business owners. Um, it has since grown to we service over 19 countries. Um, we do social media marketing, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, all of that for those businesses as an outsourced contractor. Um, we've been very, very lucky in working with some amazing people who were fantastic at what they did. They just didn't know how to get that message out. So we've been getting the message out for them since 2011. Um, that's on a business note. Uh, personal note, I am a wife and mom. We've got five kids. Uh, we've got a blended family and three dogs, a cat, and a grandbaby. So <laughs> <laughs> you're busy. I, I know. <laughs> so when I'm not doing uh, work, I am definitely fully involved in the family uh, family world. So. And here's what's, what's awesome. I think a lot of people, Leanne, get started with the idea of a business from home because it's like, hey, I can be more with my family, start a business. But what I like is you started it on the side while you built it. And, and there, you know, there's some checks and balances to both sides. There are some people who saved up a lot, then jumped in full feet in and started their business. But, you know, it, it's not for everyone. Sometimes just what you did, you know, starting on the side of the side hustle and then letting it build to the point where you can let it run on its own is sometimes the best way to go. Yeah, absolutely. And I really, uh, when I first started out, I really didn't think about creating a business, let alone a full-on agency, which is what we have now. Mm -hmm. um, it was more of something that people came to me about and said, you know, I think we know that you're really good at this. Can you help? Mm -hmm. And um, if you told me 10 years ago that I'd have a, a marketing agency, I would told you that you're crazy because it wasn't something that I was super, you know, passionate about or wanted to, I'd never been in the marketing industry, anything along those lines. So a lot of times um, in, in business, in a lot of ways, your customers will tell you what they want mm -hmm. and highlight what you're great at. Um, so it just kind of, that's how it took off. But yeah, there's no way I could have done it. Just jumped full in. See, that, that's a cool point that you mentioned right there, Leanne, is that when I got started, I did financial consulting. I did what I did in my corporate America job for years, but brought it to people as a, you know, a consultant basis, come on in there, help you with your cash flow, all that good jazz. Um, but this doing podcasting and bringing sponsors, that was a totally other animal that I never anticipated I'd be doing. And so I like the fact that you go out there, you start delivering to the marketplace in the way you find you can bring value. And sometimes it'll turn into something totally different down the road if you let it manifest and just bring what the marketplace is looking for. 
Yeah, 100%. You have to be open to and be flexible. So many times in business, I think people are one track minded and they're like, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to service people. And unfortunately, that's why things don't take off as quickly as maybe they could mm -hmm. is because you have to be willing to listen to the feedback that's being given to you. Yeah. And what I'm sure you've worked with a lot of businesses from startup to, you know, in business for a while. What do you find that some of them just don't understand about the idea of marketing? I think people are very committed to, and this is a great question that it's definitely making me think they're committed to presenting the information in the way that they want to present it. And that's not always how the consumer wants to digest it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so many times a business will want to tell you, um, you know, all the reasons why you have to have this problem and it, people, people just tune out. They're like, Oh, I'm good. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if they maybe pivoted that idea just a little bit and talked about the solution that they're providing or talk about the pain points that their customers might be experiencing, mm -hmm. then it makes it a no brainer connection. People go, Oh yeah, I didn't know you did that. Why did, and people are like, we've been telling them for years that this is what we did. Mm. No, you told them what you thought that, you know, you wanted them to know, not what they needed to hear. Wow. And I'm guessing that's what you help people discover businesses that, okay, you've been delivering your message this way, but it's not having an impact because you need to maybe just shift it a little bit, not even huge sometimes. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So take it, you know, people, I know our, my business is like my baby. You know, I, I'm very protective of it. I'm excited about it. I'm passionate about it. And so many other business owners feel that way. So the second they get a potential customer, they want to shove all this information down their throat. Let me tell you what, you know, and, and they get excited. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of a turnoff. People mm -hmm. need to realize that marketing is a relationship builder, right? Mm -hmm. No one wants to go on a first date with someone mm -hmm. and get asked to marry them at the end of the, at the first date, right? You're like, wait, I don't even know you. Yeah. So you have to think about that when you're in business, right? You're marketing, you're, you're growing the relationship, you're building value, you're creating that connection. And then when all those components are met, then you can ask for something a little more serious, such as the sale or as a continuing, you know, whatever that next step is. Yeah. But. Yeah. I like that you say that, Leanne, because we, we know that when we date someone, we go on a date, we do not expect to even say it most of the time on the first date, let's go get married or even have sex. You know, we're like, <laughs> right. let's get to know each other a little bit. Let's get to see if we're compatible. But it's funny that in business, we think, okay, it's been 20 minutes. When are we going to make that purchase? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. We don't give them a chance. And I've heard people say, so when's it going to happen? I, you know, even with the podcast and people came to me and said, how do I, you know, get sponsors? And I'm like, well, here's what I did. I don't, you know, I don't know if it'll work for you, but they're like, I did two or three letters and contacted a couple of people, no sponsors yet. I'm like, dude, did you build the relationship? So yeah. yeah, I love that you mentioned the relationship that that is so important and it takes time who builds a relationship in one day. Exactly. Exactly. An authentic relationship. Cause I think anyone can get a sale, you know, in 20, 30 minutes, if the need is that great. Mm -hmm. And you know, like sometimes you're hungry and someone's selling a hamburger. So, okay. It makes it a no brainer. Um, but if you want that person to continue to come to you for services, there has to be a foundation there. And unfortunately, a lot of people come to us after they've spent a ton of money on Facebook ads or trying to grow their Facebook group or their community and nothing's happened. They're at the very you know, end of their, their financial straw and they're looking to us to fix it overnight. And that's a, a huge red flag for us. If, if you are on your last dollar and this is the last, your last ditch effort, 
it's not going to work because it is a social media or marketing in general is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm -mm. And once people understand that, that's when they really can take off and scale. Yeah. I love that you say that as well, Leanne, because I, last year, my husband and I, we got married and he started to look at my business and say, okay, I see that you could be growing this in a different way, but you should ask your listeners and audience, what do they need? Your guests, what do they need? And I'm like, no, but this works great. La la la. And so, you know, I was kind of scared because as it is in any business, when you start doing a certain way, a certain routine, you're like, this works. It's awesome. But you know what? It might've been awesome five years ago. It might not be awesome for the marketplace and your business today. And so I did what I was resisting for a while, which is ask my audience what they want, what they need. And I sent out a big survey, got back responses I didn't expect. And we relaunched in September, bringing the show to people in a way that uh, they wanted. And, you know, so is why do you think there's that resistance sometimes with businesses wanting to just ask and just make maybe a little tweak? That's a great question. I think it's a, it's a natural thing to stay within your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you know something has worked in the past, you know, going out and doing something new can be scary. Even if you know it's on a, a trajectory for success, it's still scary to step out of that zone. Yeah. Um, and I, I totally know what you're talking about. Sometimes my husband will come up with me with an idea and I'm like, oh, why would I do that? And then it ends up being an amazing idea, right? But it was about me taking that step out of my zone and getting that feedback. You know, people will tell you what they want if you ask them. Um, So I think it's just about being able to understand that times evolve Mm -hmm. and getting out of your comfort zone means you're going to stretch and you're going to grow. And that's not always comfortable, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, But it it has to happen. So many people, we've got clients that come to us and they're like, um, I don't understand. I've always been in the, in the yellow pages and now no one's calling. I'm like, who knows? Do they still, what? Do they make what? Those? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, all of our clients used to, well, and they, they cater to an older clientele. So that made sense. Right. Well, if you think about it, unfortunately, you know, time passes, those people aren't maybe here anymore mm-hmm. and you have to start talking to a new generation and that generation isn't the same. Yeah. So sometimes it's as obvious as stop putting your money in the yellow pages, mm-hmm. right? And invest somewhere else. But sometimes it's not quite that clear, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to kind of try a little bit here and a little bit there and maybe move some stuff here to see mm-hmm. what, what mixture needs to occur for success. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing, Uh, like you mentioned earlier, this success, even if you see the change will ultimately bring you and the marketplace, what they are desiring, it's not going to show an overnight profits or success. It's going to take time to build it. And and that's the scary part. It's like in the interim, you're going to see probably maybe even a lag or loss of profit, which is a little scary. Absolutely. So I think it's because people smart business people understand that when you make changes, there might be a lag or there might be a deficiency. Mm -hmm. I think it's really key to set some time markers to evaluate, right? Because you don't want to go a whole year and realize, well, okay, not only did that not work, now I'm a year into a deficit. Um, Maybe it's a three month mark and there's certain benchmarks. Okay. So we've made it to the three month mark. We are lagging in this area, but we've got growth in these three areas. So we know that we're making progress. And then in six months, we evaluate, okay, now we've 
we're not lagging, we broke even, and we're still hitting these benchmarks, we know to continue to, you know, proceed. Mm -hmm. And then you can, you can measure it that way versus just hoping that your change works. I like that you mentioned change and, and the, the metrics, because I think a lot of business owners, especially if you'd been in the corporate arena, you're used to just doing a job. So you're like, I've got this system going. I'm just doing it every day. Eventually, I'm going to make some money because I'm working nine to 16 hours a day. But right. the thing is, you're not going to see the changes. What I've noticed, and I guess because I'm an accountant, I measure it and you can clearly see results or no results. And I think that's something sometimes that some businesses miss is doing the metric system of wondering where were you yesterday? Where are you today? And where are you tomorrow? Seeing the, the overall growth. Yeah. And something I see with, I don't know if it's an entrepreneurial thing. Um, so many times people are passionate about what they do. that They go, I don't care about the money. I don't care. I just want to make sure that everyone has this information or I want to make sure that we can cure this ailment or, you know, whatever that passion is that drives them. Hmm. I think sometimes they feel if they're looking at the money hmm. or they're looking at numbers mm -hmm. that it makes them less um, authentic in the, in the service that they're providing. And that's not key because you can't call at least here in Colorado. I can't call the electric company and say, I know I can't pay you this month, but, I got four people noticed on social media. Like what, you know, like that's like, not a measurable thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to understand that just because you're looking at it from a business perspective and from a financial perspective, mm. that doesn't take away from your ability to serve or your greatest, your greater purpose or your bigger why. Mm -hmm. All you're doing is looking at it to make sure that your big why can be supported by your current actions. Does that make sense? Completely, completely. And what I, I'm liking that you're saying here is that it's not going to be, if you go out there and think, hey, I don't need to get paid because it's all about, I love doing this and I'm helping people. Well, you'll get to a point where we'll be homeless in a box, in a cardboard box. You won't be able to help anyone. So right. and you need to get paid in order to bring your value. And you need, I think that the problem, and I've done this myself, is you see it about taking from someone that the money, the idea of money is stealing from people. But if you see it from the perspective that I have a valued, and sometimes that's the hardest part about being a service entrepreneur is that you don't see the value. It's not tangible. So you're thinking I'm just taking money from people, but right. you have to see it from the point that I'm bringing like you, um, an actual value to the table that makes their life better, their business better or, or whatever has a desire for them and makes their life better. So you're giving me money for that value. And, and so it's not a stealing thing. It's a transaction thing. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really interesting how we have um, some mindset blocks maybe mm -hmm. around accepting money from people, but we have no problem giving money to people when it comes to a service that we need, right? Yeah. We gladly pay, pay our dry cleaners or we gladly pay the car wash or, you know, um, if we're going to work with, you know, a, a coach, we gladly pay them because we see the value. Hmm. So it's not something when you pull out your checkbook, it's not something that you're hesitant about. It's something you go through confidently, right? You yeah. know, I'm getting a service. I know what the end result's going to be. Mm -hmm. I've got it. And you have no hesitation mm. Yet on the other spectrum. We're like, Oh, I don't know. Should we really, you know, am I worth it? Is it, am I giving them what I say I'm going to, and you've got to walk with confidence in that. Yeah. You know, it is, it's an exchange. You're getting my time, you're getting my energy and you're getting my knowledge, which may not be a physical product, Yes, but it's going to result in tangible results mm -hmm. that yeah. aren't, you know, 
Yeah, I get you. In fact, this is something I got two years ago. I started working with a team that helped me sell advertising. And I was very, very antsy because I'd been charging the same since day one, seven years ago from day one. And uh, when I started working with them, they said, we can't work with you for that price because it's not worth us going out there to get the sales for what you're charging. <laughs> so I just said, screw it. We're, we're going to go up fourfold. And so I just did it. And I just jumped. And it was scary because I'm thinking, oh, do I have enough value to provide? And yeah. it was crazy. The amount of sponsors that came flying through the door. I mean, every week it was like, we got 10 more. <laughs> and I actually, it was wonderful because I got to turn people away that didn't match our audience and our content. And yeah. so now I got to be selective and choose who I can really help and who's a good sponsor for our listeners and for the show. Um, but I couldn't do that until I decided and, and got rid of this idea that I couldn't raise my prices. Um, so I, I, and that's coming from that whole value mindset, money being, uh, so yeah, I think it's something that new business owners, especially if you're coming from the corporate world where you've got a paycheck all the time to realize that this is presenting value even more so sometimes than working in a, in a job because now you're actually giving your hard earned talents and gifts to the world in a way that they need and makes their lives better. Absolutely. 100%. That That's key. 100%. So, and there are people out there, honestly, mm -hmm. I know, especially people just starting out are going to find this hard to believe, but established business owners will will be able to attest to this there are certain people that will only charge that will only engage with you if you have a higher priced item yeah if i need your services and you are 80 percent less than everybody else i'm going to think that you have no idea what you're doing mm -hmm. or that i'm not paying for quality you know i want to know why it like it makes my skepticism go up Mm -hmm. Why are you so much less? Yeah. What, what am I missing? What do these other guys offer? Right? So if you are competitively priced, if not a little higher, now I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. I'm like, okay, she obviously has the skill set to price herself around these competitors, mm -hmm. which is the level I'm already looking at. She's a little bit more, which I'm going to guess means she's going to provide more value. Mm -hmm. tell me more. And it starts a conversation in a totally different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. We could go on for hours. This is yeah. such a great chat, but I don't want us to leave without everyone finding out how they can find out more about you, work with you. How can they do that? Absolutely. So, um, we are on all the social platforms, as you can imagine under Debellview global. So facebook.com slash Debellview global, uh, instagram.com slash Debellview global, LinkedIn, Twitter, anywhere you want to reach us. We can be found online um, or you can go directly to our website, which is developviewglobal.com. We do offer uh, complimentary um, strategy sessions as well as a uh, review, a platform review. So we'll go over one of your platforms, let you know exactly what you're doing really uh, well and maybe some tweaks that you can make to get in front of your target market. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Leanne. Uh, thank you so much for coming and sharing your great brilliance today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.